Hello and welcome to the Underpowered Podcast. It's a gaming podcast, well a gaming-centric podcast if you will, where we're busy but still somehow we find time to do our gaming. Um, I'm Shelby and kind of like the music to start us off tonight, I feel like we're a little bit of a false start. On my left, your right, Phil Karen, what's up? Yeah, it's where it's, this is the opposite of Turbo Tuesday. Uh, we are we are not feeling it. I did not have tacos today. Um, and I think that both you and I are feeling a little bit um, tired, a little, little clammy, a little sweaty, a little bit like we need a shower and to get into bed. But we're still here. We are still here regardless. Dude, tired is right. I tell you what, I am dragging today because I went and saw the football in Seattle is what I did last night. It was Monday Night Football, kind of a big game. Hawks played the Denver Broncos. Um, If you're a follower of football, turns out there's some drama with this guy named Russell Wilson. I don't know if you know, but um, he signed away from the Seahawks to the Denver Broncos for a huge number. Like 150 million, is that the number, Phil? Okay, no? yeah, it's, it's something insane like that. Here's my question for you: okay. as like a, I'm only a casual watcher of of football since I don't have cable anymore. Mm-hmm. I occasionally check on my fantasy team, and I spend all of about 30 minutes total for the entire year making sure that my roster seats are full. My question for you is this: How do you feel about um, how the NFL has set up kind of these big? intentionally big games at the beginning of the season right like the, the last year's super bowl or like the big rivalry as the first game of the season do you feel like it's uh do you feel like that's a good thing for them or do you feel like you get it all out in the beginning and then you don't get to ride it through the rest of the season i sincerely love that you actually knew that they're strategically putting together big games at the beginning of the year because i haven't been paying attention at all let me be real i have no idea what's going on in football I know that Seattle fans were real pissed off that Russell Wilson was not their quarterback. And um, I also showed up in a Russell Wilson jersey. So that's how my night went specifically. There was a lot of fanfare. And I think it's good, right? I mean, Seahawks, Broncos, the guy left, drama, story, live it up. You know what I mean? Might as well get it out of the way early. Well, this is what I mean. We I mentioned this probably three episodes ago, which is that this is a huge part of the reason why I don't follow that many sports anymore, like baseball or football. Is that there's so many players to remember, uh, and then by the time you start getting attached to them, they leave, they go somewhere else, yeah. and so you're like, oh, I like especially with baseball, right? Like I'm not going to remember half these people here because next year they're going to be traded or up or down to a my, minor league team or up. So for me, it just becomes like it becomes a full time job just managing my sports team and remembering who's at what position i mean and i don't know in the chat play. saying go hawks let's ride he's also having an identity crisis it feels like right well also let's just uh ask illegal here who got the most points in this week's fantasy league which by the way the oh. answer before he can answer is me uh oh. so i got my five bucks and i spent all of five minutes using the yahoo suggested picks to pick my team so i am going to roll to a super bowl this year for sure that's right so illegal who's the real diva it's not wilson that's for sure okay now wilson it's <laughs> phil because he used the you the yahoo suggests that's really what the, well, that's the yeah, only that's... reason people are going to Yahoo anymore, by the way, yeah. is for their fantasy draft suggestions. And it's one step above auto-drafting, okay? I mean, like, using the Yahoo suggested picks is one step above just <laughs> auto-drafting. Um, even though I'm not huge into fantasy football, um, I do spend my 30 minutes a year gambling on something that I know nothing about. 
Uh, so yes, I did have the most points this week. Uh, um, here comes the legal going back. Phil's making excuses because he was a Washington Redskins fan. Uh, please, can we have your comment on this one? Uh, winners are winners, man. Winners are winners. The no, Redskins? No. You couldn't come up with anything better than the Redskins? There's, you know there's more teams than just those, right? Sometimes things are grandfathered in by legacy. <laughs> Sometimes you get stuck with what you get stuck with. And by the way, I don't follow anybody anymore. But uh, but yes. Oh, still, the Washington still Commanders. Yes, yes. Excuse me. The, the Commanders. Yeah. That's that's the new name. Um, yes. yeah, so you you still you play fantasy football. So that, and you don't have cable. I feel like there's something so wrong with that. Yeah, I do. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. You just like get in, you know, illegal here. Wanted me to be the number eight. So I'm the number eight and I'm wrecking shop. Wrecking shop. Hey, are you, are you first in the league right now? I got the most points. That's a dead serious. That's a dead serious claim. While we're laughing about it. I did. I scored 200. I think I scored 25 points above the next lowest person below me. So I not only am I in first place, but I crushed. I absolutely, well, I, I didn't crush. Okay. Yahoo crushed. Um, but I got five bucks back in my pocket for high score for the week. So that is a real, uh, that is a real thing that happened. Not, Dude, not I feel out. like you need a Redskins jersey and on the back, just custom Yahoo across the back. What yeah. do you think? Well, yeah, I'll send them their 10% or whatever their, <laughs> whatever their bounty is at the end of the season that I owe them. <laughs> That's pretty dope that you're doing like five bucks a week, though. Just like, hey, yeah, who won this week? Mm, knock it this way. That's way better than like holding the prize till the end. I like well, that. we don't, they hold the prize at the end, but this year, uh, Nathaniel here put put up for the league. They that The bulk of the prize is at the end, but then $5. Um, Five dollars goes to um, whoever gets the highest score each week. Um, so, well, Nathaniel says he's twenty points. I slow down, dude. My team crushed it too. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, second place is still far away from first. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> scoreboard, baby, scoreboard. So the game, the game was fun. You had good seats. We had great seats. We had great seats. They booed Russell when he came on. Apparently, that was a big deal. Um, I was just like, just leave the guy alone. He's trying to make $150 million. Like, can we be mad at this man? Like, hey, we're going to give you all the money you'll ever need. And then, oh, yeah, your kids, they won't have to worry about it either. And we're like, gosh darn it, why did you? It's like, dude, got to make that money. You know what I mean? Go big. Go big. (laughs) I feel like I feel like with certain sports, namely like football and baseball, uh, with the seats that you get dramatically change the experience of the game. So, like I grew up always sitting in the upper three hundred level, and then yeah. a few years ago, I had enough money to just like have my bills paid, and um, and I bought really good seats to like a Mariners game. Like I spent like I don't know what are good seats like sixty bucks a ticket. For like right on the third baseline and it was a dramatically different experience uh to yeah. sit up close it's it's something and like you're with the real fans at that point like you are with the real fans in fact this is the guy who sat behind us um yep <laughs> those are red and blue suspenders um i nicknamed him cream puff 
He took a whole bunch of pictures for us. So Cream Puffs Photography Services, look it up. You're probably not going to find it. That's all I have to say. It um, We're with the real fans and people know football. They're excited about football. They're not blackout drunk, which, uh, you know, that can be good or bad, depending on the experience you're going for. But um, we ate our way through the game, man. Hot dogs, popcorn. It was it was a blast. Any no dessert? No dessert. No dessert. I mean, we drank our dessert. We did drink our dr- dessert and calories. Um, turns out IPAs and uh, whiskey sevens will uh, catch up with you eventually. Oh, you must be. You that's that's a recipe for being full. You are just full by the end of the night, flat out full. That's right. And we rode the train back. That was a thing. It, the, the train, Philip, is very sweaty. I don't know if you know that or not, but that's the only way I can describe it. Like people are in your bubble and you're like, okay, I don't know what to do, but I can't even scratch myself without touching somebody else. And that's uncomfortable. (laughs) I avoid public transportation at all costs. That includes the (laughs) train, trains, planes, and automobiles. We got out of the car and I just went straight to the bathroom to wash my hands. And, And Kelly was like, why are you washing your hands? I'm like, we took the train and I just had to wash my hands. Yeah. That had to be the first thing. So public I'm transportation, it's easy. It's simple. <laughs> go do it. Um, but this week, outside of the traditional games, um, we played some video games. We did. Yes, we did. You were jamming on uh, some uh, Fortnite late into the night last night. I was. I was going for, listen, I was going for a, um, I was going for 10 kills in one game. Um, and that, that and I got eight and I did not still do not have a win um, because I'm not playing for the win. But uh, I had eight and I was on my way to nine and I got a little bit greedy, but it was really fun. Uh, not only have I been playing Fortnite, like, look, Fortnite is it's just a fun game. And it's a fun game because I think the two biggest factors when you play a battle royale are the pacing of the game and the time to kill. So, um, you know, if I, I felt like I can get kills in Fortnite, whereas I know that you and I joke about this all, all the time that in Apex, you shoot shields and then you die. Um, so, yeah, I've been really enjoying Fortnite for sure. Dude, it's all about waiting in a bush until the end. Like, I don't know how you're trying to go in there and kill everybody, but you're doing it well. Like, I think you could have got 10 for you to post eight. And then I came in the chat and obviously made you nervous because you only got like ones or twos at the end. Um, tell me why you didn't pick up the golden bow. I mean, the bow was made of gold. Isn't the, is that, listen, is that the new gun? Is that the new thing for this season? I had never seen it before. So for you to be like, oh so, yeah, we yes. ran into this twice. I'm like, this has to be new. So here's the thing with the bow, right? The bow is, the, the bow is a fire bow. So what you can do with the bow is you can shoot buildings or the grass or a tree or anything within the game, and it will catch it on fire, which is super annoying, including but not limited to the grass. So many times I died uh, last night due to residual. Someone missed me, but I was already low on health, and um, and I would walk through some fire and die. So that they're they're overdoing the bow. The bow is everywhere. There's all kinds of bows. And you can pick up a purple one or a blue one or a gold one or whatever color is your choice. They're fun, but it's also kind of overrated. Mm -hmm. And by the way, in this game, 
I still get two more kills. So um, don't, <laughs> do don't feel that? like, I was I, like, Oh yeah, this is the game where I went. Like, I think this was, I think, well, dude. I think I remember this game because I think this, this was the very first one I played and it's like some old dad energy, right? Like our energy level when we start playing video games is um, the energy that we start off when we play is like really intense and we're really on fire. And then as the evening goes on, our, our old man eyes just start getting tired <laughs> and we start like just, making overly aggressive mistakes just because we're, we're so exhausted that we're like not uh that we're not oh here you go here's here's a good kill look, look here we go he attacks the wolf that's on my team look at this great diversion and team then wolf. and then finish oh Done. what is sending the wow. pet you got free Lo- freak logic 17 you got owned son S- still one more kill to come here on this game and then i die um uh, but yeah it's- you're saying the bow has been in, around since primal season so been around for a minute i had never seen the bow so they must have just bought it back brought it back i don't know if that's right ck but i don't remember seeing it when i was playing yeah and they still kept in all of the um what's it called all of the uh the Goku DBZ stuff. And the, yeah the dbz stuff that's exactly right so the you know the cloud is still there and and um you know, look at this. Nice. Look, nice. DMR. All about the Ooh, DMR. Ooh, that was a long shot. So, have you Kamehameha to anybody yet? Uh, I don't think I ever finished anybody. I feel like that's overrated, but I will say that CK was watching me the other day, probably during my long session, and I actually agree that the, the Nimbus Cloud is um, it's essential for doing uh, Nathaniel's favorite thing, which is running. Uh, running away from conflicts and repositioning. All you do is you tap that little trigger button and you can just teleport to another side of the map. So I should have just pushed. I can't believe this. This is watching this game makes me sick to my stomach. Dude, you um, go back. Dude, it's coming I can't, in on I can't, I can't go back. I ended up getting killed. Somebody jumped on top of me and just killed but, me here. I mean, this you rock. have shields. You're coming in. How, how does this end? You're no, feeling no. good, right? You're feel like you feel the excitement. Like this I, I is how like this I felt. Good. Yeah. First game, first game of the day. I the goal was for ten, and I had eight on the very first game, and I was in good position. You so know, this was the run. This was the actual run that you were like making it happen on. This was yeah. This was the most I got was the very first game, and then uh, right like when you're playing, you go to the small side of the circle so that you, there's gonna be less people because you go to the skinny side of the circle because you know that people are. And I just got I got the drop on somebody. I think that bush right there was the bush that they ended up being in. And, um, it was, uh, I was, I was pretty disappointed because I, yeah, it was, uh, so, so after this, your, your old man eyes caught up with you and then it was all over. You're well, like, oh, I yeah, I thought that the stream was lagging and, you know, like we're going through a lot of the new streamer struggles of like, how good is the stream quality? And like, uh, do we have lights? And, um, um, and, um, I got distracted because I thought the stream was like crashing. And so like, oh. I was like looking away. And so I had a bad couple of games. No, it's this bush right here. There Uh-oh. he is. And I even had the drop. Look at this. I had oh, the drop. No. I had the drop. He oh, didn't even know I was there. And he was, look at me. Miss, 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 miss. Oh no. Oh no. And then he's wasted you. Oh man. In the bush. You can't do no, anything when he's got the going, bush. It's still going. Oh, oh. Sixth, sixth place. I almost secured 10 and the win on my dude, first game of the night and dude practice. that's a heartbreaker that's a heartbreaker i couldn't believe you couldn't pull that off you know what i mean bro you haven't played with me in a while oh <laughs> i don't still hide yeah right illegal's making some stuff up well devedo is uh much better at first person shooters than i am but uh yeah we were going for the uh we were going for the 10 kills uh, other than that right i've been playing slay the spire 
So yeah. Slay the Spire, I did I played this morning. I did a run and a half um through the dungeon. I was I had to look it up because I needed to know how many acts are in the in the game. I guess there are in the beginning there are three acts um that you have to work your way through. So I have gotten to the second act boss. But the game is super, super fun. It's um I've been looking for a lot of games that I can play in an hour, hour and a half. I can, and this is one of those games where I feel like the commentary isn't as exciting as it is with Fortnite uh, for me, but um, it's really fun. It's just really easy to understand. Every game that you play feels different. I, it's amazing how they've balanced everything. Um, I yeah, I will definitely be playing this one on a regular basis. So when you end up going, so you said you've been you finished the first act. So when you start like a new game, are you going all the way through Act One and then to Act Two, or do you start right in Act Two? So so it is a roguelike, right? So mm-hmm. you have the idea being that you have to beat the entire game in one shot. So you go through Act One and then you start an Act Two. And then if you if you die though, if you do get killed in Act Two, you have to go all the way back to Act One and gotcha. and do it all over again. But the routes are randomized, right? So there's there is a lot of strategy in like, okay, I want to get to a bunch of campfires, or there's like a bunch of random events that happen that could get me either good status effects or bad status effects um i think that i believe this game's on switch isn't it yeah i believe so in fact i know this is where the trailer is from i believe you're playing on pc is that right yeah i'm playing it on steam so this is a perfect um this is a perfect switch type game right you sit down on your couch your kids are watching tv and you can just you don't even have to have the volume on you can have the volume off while you sit there and just like go through a run for 45 minutes yeah and and that's really attractive to me in fact like i'm jonesing for another switch title and i don't know what it's going to be um i've been trying to play a little bit of luigi's mansion 3 um is the game that i've kind of been jamming on it's been one that i bought for the kiddos a couple weeks uh, months ago haven't played it and now i'm just like okay i finished chicory love chicory love the fact that i could like watch tv and play the handheld and kind of do both at once uh so trying to go over to luigi's mansion 3 is kind of what i've been trying to do and i don't know what it is about this game but i'm having a hard time loving it so i'm gonna i'm gonna call it now because um you know we said this about rabbits where three weeks later you were addicted to the to rabbits and now it's like up in the upper 10 percent of games that you've played for switch yeah. um now so what's up yeah. Don't forget sweaty too. Okay. This is where Dr. Z comes back and reminds me, Hey dude. Um, yeah. Rabbids is one of the best games ever. Uh, yeah. Luigi's Mansion three. It's, it's a game. It's um, it, I am not in love with the controls. That is probably my biggest problem right now is the controls do not feel very tight. In fact, they feel a little too loose. Um, you know, what you're doing is you're walking around these different environments, you're kind of peeking in drawers, trying to open every crevice within a game or within a level, and then something pops out or so you interact with one of the items that you see. Um, but it's really hard to like move around and Nintendo daddy, what up Casey is on, is on the stream too. He also played through Luigi's Mansion three a while ago and had the controls issue as well. Um, if I remember right, in Casey, I'll ask you in person next time I see you or next time you're on the stream, but I think the boss battles were pretty frustrating for him. I'm in the early levels, and I'm already like, these controls bite. 
like so get like give me give me an example of a boss battle or a mechanic where you were like trying to do something and it wasn't working yeah so so one of the first mini bosses you run into is this ghost that has like a suitcase in in its stomach and you're supposed to shoot the suitcase the hard surface within the ghost with a plunger that has a rope tied onto it well, you got to aim at the ghost and shoot it perfectly and then suck in on the rope and throw the ghost back and forth like you're seeing on screen right now to knock its HP down. But the problem is, is like shooting that plunger right in the specific spot is more difficult to accomplish than it should be. In other words, it's like, okay, I conceptually understand I got to shoot this and do the thing. But what I'm finding is, is like, it's hard to like land that pump plunger in the right spot and then throw it back and forth. So it becomes a point where it's like, I get it. I know what you're trying to do Nintendo. I see the progression, but you are just tripping over your own vacuum to get where you're going. Do you think that this is, do you think it's a camera issue or do you think it's like the bosses, the, 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 um, creatures move too much or where do you think the biggest issue lies i so i think i i know exactly what it is so this is this is a stagnant camera in a, in a room so you, the camera does not move unless you're moving like left and right as you can see it moves a little bit but you can't actually shift the camera around your character right so left stick controls movement of character right stick controls where your character is facing Right. So essentially it's like a twin stick shooter, except for the right stick doesn't move fast enough. So if you're trying to like pivot, like it doesn't quite work the way you want it to. Um, you know, if it was a quicker, snappier type engagement, I think it would be all right. Um, you know, when you play a twin stick shooter where you're pointing on the right stick is where you're shooting. In this case, it's left to turn left and it's right to turn right. So directionally, it just doesn't feel like you have the fluidity and the combat that you should. Yeah, I mean, and I think that in any sort of like platforming game like this, mm-hmm. uh, that the mechanics are more important even than the story. Because you can get around, like, if the mechanics are really fun, um, if the mechanics are really fun, you will play a game and just like, I don't even know really what's going on in the story right now, but I really do enjoy just like shooting bad guys and jumping and doing these cool special moves. And I don't need to really know what's going on. But when you have mechanics that are like clunky or that, Hey, like you're saying, like, it's not, the value is not there. Like I should be through this already because ultimately in a game, right. You, they're trying to teach you something and then you're doing that thing. And then once you show that you know how to do that thing, like then you can move on. So yeah, it's a, uh, it definitely can kill a game. Yeah. And, and you know, like Casey's in the chat right now saying I have it and I would suggest to skip it. And I'm with him right now. I'm at this point where it's like, okay, I spent the money on a Nintendo title, which was like 50, 60 bucks. Cause my kid wanted it. So by gosh, I'm going to get the value out of it. Like that old man mentality is in my brain and I can't break it. Phil, I can't break it. <laughs> We are, so you're saying that you are going to see end credits on this one. I don't know that. I am. I have not <laughs> given up. I have not given up the ghost on this one. Okay. Roger that. Roger that. <laughs> Pun intended. Let's move on. I'm so glad everybody's here. Dr. Z, I'm glad you're here. Casey, I'm glad you're here because I had an out-of-body gaming experience just this week. I played a game that I am absolutely head over heels for. And the game is called The Forgotten City. This game is a mod from Skyrim initially. The team broke off and have a standalone title. And you can tell that it is on the Skyrim engine. 
but essentially this game has some of the best story playing uh storytelling and time loop scenario i have ever played um i am abs i absolutely fell for this game so hard that it is unreal like so you get in and all of a sudden it feels like skyrim right so the movement's familiar like oh yeah like, I know this game. I've played this game before. Like, this is the movements, right? I know how to jump. Like, it's, it's almost like coming home. So you get this warm feeling, right? So the game starts. You're in the middle of a forest. And some gal's like, hey, are you looking for so-and-so? I think he went that way. And then you go and you look for this individual and you stumble upon these ancient ruins, right? And as you walk through these ancient ruins, you see all of these golden statues that are just kind of standing Pompeii style, right? In other words, like it looks like they just got buried in metal. They're kind of like, ah, like the sky is falling type. It's not like a statue you would see in a museum. It would be something like as if they just got frozen in time, right? So you end up going to this uh, well, you fall down the well and you find yourself in an ancient city. And this person comes up and says, hey, I don't know who you are. You just arrived like other people have. You need to go see the mayor. The mayor then explains that everything in the city has to do with a golden rule. And if you break the golden rule, there will eventually be chaos and everything will fall apart. Well, the golden rule, which is alluded to early in the game, is basically like anything that common law would be right now. So anytime you shoot somebody, anytime you steal, if you threaten somebody, what happens is some of these statues come alive and gun you down in the streets and gun down all the citizens. And when that happens, you're able to restart the time loop and go through a three-day time frame. And it is absolutely some of the best storytelling I have ever seen. Like the mystery is so well put together. Within the city, there are 23 different characters and each one has their own personality. All the characters are interconnected. The storylines are well assembled. And this game is only five and a half hours. And the reason I wanna call that out is it's very hard for me to get pot committed on a game that is five and a half hours. And for me to come in and to be able to experience something so um, well executed in a short time frame deserves like all the praise in the world for me. Like it didn't take 30 hours for me to get invested. It took like three days for me to beat this thing. And I loved every moment of it. That's uh, you know, I have to think back and I know that I there's like a few pieces of trivia that I know, but this the, the modding community is where is where it's at. Right. Because if you look at games like Dota and League of Legends, right? They all came from the same type of philosophy. They came from, I think it was Warcraft, originally the Warcraft map editor or the Starcraft map editor. I can't remember which one it was. But uh, that's where these brilliant things, like we have this rich universe full of characters that you can choose from. And here's all the pieces to this puzzle, like make your own cool story. And then this narrative comes out and you're like, this is the best thing ever. This is the new thing. So yeah, it looks pretty cool. Built on a Skyrim engine, like technology years ago. And just to like take a few really good story concepts and everything of that nature and assemble something like this is amazing. Um, the reason I was so excited to see all of my good friends in the chat is that I want to talk to somebody about this game. So if you sound remotely interested and you want to start some dialogue somewhere else, I'm all in. 
Um, this game dives into a little bit of philosophy, right? It starts picking apart what is right, what is wrong, what is good, what is evil. And it also dives into a little bit of history, right? So it talks about how cultures replace one another over time and, um, you know, how new societies will come in and criticize the old societies and make it their own. And it's just, it's, it's a little bit of history, a little bit of philosophy, a philosophy, some great storytelling all tied together in a five hour package. I can't recommend it enough. It's free on game pass. It's 20 bucks. It's a, it's, it's a play for me. That uh, you sold me on it. If you hadn't sold me before, you've definitely sold me now because I very rarely see you are very similar to me in that you're a little skeptical. You start playing games and because you're looking as you get older, right? You're looking at the time investment and you're going, okay, right? Like this is going to be three months or this is going to be two months or like me playing Chrono Trigger, right? That was all of July and August, (laughs) right? Like just that, that was the only time I played games. So you're making, you're looking at games and going, is this really worth it? So for you to be uh, geeked out about it, I, uh, I might have to try it out. Yeah. uh, There's four endings. Um, I found the true ending. Um, if you get to one ending and you're like, I'm good, at least read up that last ending because that last ending is bonkers cuckoo. And you're like, what? It all ties together. It's awesome. I felt like Charlie with the string at the end. I was just lapping up that philosophy nonsense. I was like, yeah, I, t- I took philosophy 101. I know things about the world. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to be a philosophizer if this if this career doesn't work out. Okay. It is what it is, guys. Philosophizer. Quote it. Quote it. Oh, quote quote it. Day quote it nice um so yeah I, I i'm in love with that game i was so excited to talk about it um you know if you've been watching our streams uh vod i've been playing a little bit of spider-man miles morales there'll be more of that to come um i got into one session i can't wait to do a second i gotta go out of town this week so i'm probably not gonna be able to get to it out of uh get to it this week but my brother-in-law is getting married so um yeah we're gonna go to that thing that uh that seems like a that game seems like a good game for your playstyle right like really yeah. action oriented fast paced like you're, you're just like go to the mission fight a bunch of bad guys finish it go to the next mission right and it's a yeah. pretty short campaign isn't it it is it's like seven and a half hours i want to say so That's another shorty like I, I don't know how i'm hitting all these really short games but i'm really liking it um you know i wrapped up chicory i think that was under 10 hours and then obviously um the forgotten city i just played through and now miles miles being like seven and a half it's uh it's 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 a good time for some short games i did play spider-man like the first one this is kind of a second standalone expansion miles morales first one is very similar um the thing i'm liking about it which i liked about the first one is it feels like there's one too many things going on and you always feel like you could do better in the next combat encounter. You know what I mean? You're like, okay, that one was all right, but I can perfect it in the next one. And that loop, like you never fully get it locked down. At least I didn't in the first game, but it makes you want to try the next encounter to see what happens. I love it. I love it. And uh, so exactly. you you did beat the end of Chicory because I know you were stuck on a boss. I, well, I was I was mid last boss last week. La- last week I was like halfway through the boss battle. I was trying to get it before the end, and I just had the other half of um, the boss battle to beat, and I knocked it out that night actually. And um, yeah, I'd still recommend that one, but you also know what you're getting into. It's a little bit of a heady kind of heavy talking about heavier issues of self-sabotage and being an artist and hating your work and you know are you doing it for the applause of others or for yourself and you know a lot of those themes um so it's a heavier title 
Uh, I think it's kind of cool gameplay, but at the end of the day, like I think it's worth a shot. Watch a video, and if you seem at all intrigued, it's it's a good play. Love it, love yeah. it. No, so it's cool. Um, so a couple of con- a couple of conversations I wanted to have today. Uh, let's start off with what happened with what happened this morning as we enter the speculation news network. But not much speculation today because we have had a Nintendo Direct as well as a Sony State of Play all in one day. This morning we kicked off with the Nintendo Direct. Um, bright and early. Like, what are they doing having this at 7 a.m. in the morning, Phil? Can we talk about that for a second? (laughs) Well, first, that's probably why I didn't catch any of it. Um, I caught most of the state of play from PlayStation, but I did not catch this. Uh, That's way too early. I don't think that the day should start before 1030 in the morning. Yeah, Um, and and I I believe it was based on uh, Japanese time or Japanese time zone of some kind. So... Um, that would be why it was in the morning, but still like you wake up and you're like, Oh man, I'm driving to work. This is not when I want to do this. Uh, <laughs> so we're just going to roll through If any of you guys want our thoughts of anything, anything from the chat, just let us know. We're going to roll through the announcements here. Um, fire end emblems coming out with a new game. People are excited. January 20th, 2023 release date and all. Uh, that's exciting. I don't know much about that one. So, um, I will leave that one for Casey to talk about. I would agree. That, that is a Casey game for sure. Um, they also announced It Takes Two. That one's coming to Switch. And I saw that there was something dropped in our Discord, I believe from Casey as well, where you can essentially play the first chapter for free just to try it on with a friend. And um, if it's something that you choose to buy, only one of you have to buy the title and both of you can play it together, which I think is a pretty cool concept. That's super cool. Um, we liked that fatal frame. I imagine people are excited about that. That's been a game that's been around and well loved by a cult or a, um, small member, a a very specific loud community has been all about fatal frame. So it's nice to see something for them. Xenoblade Chronicles three. I have no idea what this announcement is. Do you? No, all of these games I think are on the, I'm going to say plus or minus 80 hours time to beat. So probably on the skip it for me, just simply because I don't have the time. This mentions an expansion pass. And I know that Dr. Z is all about Xenoblade 3. That's a different game than this. Moving on. Um, SpongeBob's getting a platformer. Are you a SpongeBob guy, Phil? I mean, yeah, I thought it was a pretty intelligently written um cartoon but i'm not playing this would you would you play a platformer no i mean no. i look i have a i have a thing where i you know i don't want to play i mean i'm already annoyed at all of the rehashing of all of the um like why can't we have like where are all the new ips where's like all of the brand new games that are not just the same right on both on all sides of things i i'm definitely not gonna play a game from a cartoon character although knowing my luck this will get like nine and a half out of 10 on all and then i'll be annoyed and i'll have to play it that is the only thing that i think about this title this could be a sleeper like this could be one of those that people come out and they say no this is actually really good the spongebob team showed up and did good work i mean i have seen enough spongebob to be like okay like i respect you from a distance but i'm not in love with it you know what i mean so if it's a good game i'll probably end up playing through it i don't have the affinity for it tunics coming to nintendo um, Zbat, I see you in the chat. You were talking about the biggest news on this release, which is a new Zelda finally got the date that we've been looking for. Um, this game has been in talks for a very long time, ever since Breath of the Wild 1 came out. 
And we had a little bit of back and forth on this game um, in the Discord just this morning. And essentially what we were getting at is, good, we finally got a date, which is nice. Um, 5-12 of 23, which is awesome to see. But at the end of the day, like some of us are speculating, how come this isn't for the holiday season? Like, do we think that they're holding this back for a Switch 2? Yeah, I mean, that makes that would make sense. I mean, or they're just not 100% done with it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't beat the first one, so that's going to be on my list of backlog games to actually play on stream, is that I have barely scratched the surface on the first one. Um, but yeah, that would that would be... I don't know, man. Switch 2, I know everybody's all about it, but like, I'm still on the old Xbox, man. Like, I, Dude, it's I'm time, not, Phil. I can't, I can't be just dropping... It's time. 800 bucks on new systems all the time you know what i mean no but what if you just did it once <laughs> for what yeah just, just did it once just for this once every five years you know cancel your family vacation why don't we just buy you a, a gaming console let's do it i mean yeah i was i was into the playstation for a long time but then i couldn't get one so i gave up but this uh i really liked the, the first zelda and i have plans to finish it but knowing me i've never finished a zelda game in my life um there's not been one that i've seen end credits on um so this will probably i mean the master sword looks cool i'm always down with the master sword um i don't know always down what do you think of the title tears of the kingdom like it yeah i think it's good yeah like yeah. the logo like like all of it yeah i yeah. it's weird i mean i wonder i wonder i wonder why they're pushing it till may because normally you see releases in right like february right you'll either get holiday or you'll get like that early february release but uh may is kind of interesting yeah and nintendo's always been the, the one that's been like hey uh if this thing needs more time to bake in the oven then we're gonna leave it like if people need to go and develop this for a few more months we're gonna give it to them because we want a good game um, so that's, uh, that's nice to see. I yeah. I'm with Casey. Like if you're going to stream this game, this was the perfect lead up, like, you know, start knocking this thing out in February or so, and you'll be ready for the new release. Yeah. I mean, I'm always about, right. I'm always about people pushing back. I know that everyone gets upset. Like I've, I've been waiting for the release date for Diablo four for years from blizzard. And, you know, I'm always about people pushing it back until it's done until it's done well, because I'd rather wait and have a good game. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. I would say take all the time you need, and I think that we're both of the same mind. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, to hear they're putting it out till May, you know, the last time they launched the Switch, it was in March, and they came out with Zelda Breath of the Wild and Switch, and it sold like hotcakes all through the year. So, like, if they were to land in May and have be able to kind of like start with a new console, get that new console at least out the doors or in the hands of those fans that are super fans, I don't think that would hurt them. Um, because with the supply chain breakdown that we're seeing with all technology right now, um, they are definitely going to have challenges selling out or selling um, to every consumer that they would have with the Switch 2. Like they're going to run into the PS5 problem where they don't have enough product to go around, whether it comes out next year or two years from now. Like just the world we live in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, Casey, I know you're jacked, man. For um, Octopath 2. And I know it was somewhere on this list. Here it is right here. Um, Octopath 2 also announced. I know it's one of your favorites. Uh, pretty exciting. Pretty exciting. I can't promise you that I'll go back and play Octo 1, but um, Octopath 2, big day. Octopath 1 will be my next year's JRPG July uh, game that I'm going to play. Let's, let's have a bet right now, Shelby. Okay. <laughs> I'll bet you 10 real 
U.S. dollars. Human dollars? Human dollars. Okay. Yes, on the over-under, on the time the time to beat the main story for Octopath 2. Not a completionist. And <clears throat> we're going to play Price is Right rules, which means if you go over, even by one hour, you lose. You got to guess it now. Uh, Bob, how close do I got to be, Bob? Uh, well, we're both going to guess. So okay. whoever's closer. I'm going 40 hours. 40, 40 hours. 40 Time hours. To so who's the, what's the, what's the website that you normally use to look up time to beat? Um, how long to beat? So, L- so that's, that is the site that we will use when Octo comes out. Octo 2 comes out and I'm going to say 55 hours. Well, this is on the next game. On Octo 2. Not right now, just this new one. So next year, when this game comes out, we are going to look up. You have to guess. You can have, you can make a new guess now that you have perspective that it's number two. My guess yeah. is fifty five hours. Yeah, because I just did this because I thought we were going for it here, and you would have won. So the first game is six sixty and a half hours. So uh, if I need to send you money, I can. But I would speculate that the second game has to be longer than this one. Okay, so what's your what's your guess going to be? Oh wait, are we talking true ending? Or are we talking just ending ending? Just like main story, main story, not not all the sides, just the main story. I'm gonna go seventy hours. Seventy even. Seventy even. Okay, so if it's if it's sixty nine, you lose. Oh no, I like sixty nine better. Sixty nine. Okay. okay, we'll remember I chose that one. Sixty nine. Okay, and mine will be fifty. What did I say? Fifty five. Yeah, you did. Okay. All right. So that's a, yeah, this is another game. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be fantastic, man. I'm sure it's going to be like the music is going to be out of this world and the the writing is, is going to be like the stories are all going to be intertwined, but I don't 60 hours, 60 hours is a long time. That's a lot of game. You you could play like 10 forgotten cities in that time. (laughs) You could, you could have seen all the endings twice. Every, every ending. Um, Yeah. and, And I also like, Honestly, I thought that the Octopath team had gone and done triangle strategy, and that's where they were now. So I didn't fully understand that this game had a sequel in the hopper, and sure enough, it does. So that was the Nintendo Direct. Um, There was more there. There was a new Rabbids game. There was a couple other titles. But um, for the sake of time, we're going to move on to this PlayStation announcement, which, by the way, when that tweet came out last night with Nintendo, like, direct tomorrow, and Sony came back and said, Good for you. I was like, oh, shoot. Are they about to do a team up? Are they about to come together and make some magic happen? <laughs> like my speculative like brain keep, keep dreaming. crazy. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. So, yeah, they did not come together. It was just ha- they just happened to be on the same day. So and maybe that was planned. I don't know. Um, let's see. Sony made some announcements. Tekken 8. Cool. Yeah. The God of War. The, I mean, those two, the first, the first two are the only two that I am really super excited about. Tech, listen, Tekken is one of those games that for whatever reason, I always have a soft spot for Tekken whenever I do get to play some Tekken, but I just don't think that for me, there are that many memorable characters, right? Like, no. like that, that Mortal Kombat has Mortal Kombat. It has all has Scorpion and Sub-Zero and, and Raiden and then Street Fighter has all those, but this looks beautiful. I mean, it, if Blockbuster was around, I would rent it. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't. I've never really just like fell in, fallen in love with a fighting game. It's just not my cup of tea. Like I end up going in there and playing a little bit of it, and I'm like, okay, I'm dying consistently. Time to move on. You know, I just don't ever stick around long enough to learn a combo or anything of that nature. This game always reminded me is I would just like keep strafing around in a circle for hours on end. That was my thing. I gave you the double strafe and that's all I would do. The sidestep. The only thing I remember is the original, that cheetah character. I was like, this is one of the most unique characters I've ever seen. What was that cheetah character's name? I don't remember. Oh, with the cheetah head. Yeah. With the, well, it's like the cheetah upper body. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember, but the game looks beautiful. I mean, I'm probably not going to buy it, but it looks, looks gorgeous. Yeah, it it really does. I mean, it's always nice to see this. I love watching. I love seeing how beautiful they are. Every once in a while, I'll get in and watch some competitive play if the timing is right. I don't forget that uh, Evo is on. Um, yeah, so Tekken 8. Uh, also, Ragnarok um, got a new trailer. I did not watch this, to be honest with you. But, man, Thor 1 or um, God of War 1 was so good. The, the new of the new the ones. newest one yeah what is yeah it? it was it was really good you know i thought that they were really gonna screw it up but they really made it like a brand new series like with all new elements and uh you know god of wars got some of the most interesting kills um they kind of set the tone for everything so i'm excited about this one this uh this looks the some of the monsters in this trailer are just gorgeous yeah, I I absolutely loved this game. Like I, I came to it late, like I normally do with many titles, but this game like really, really hit me in a way I didn't think it would because the older God of War games in my mind felt button mashy. Like I felt like I just keep smashing square and then throwing a triangle here and there. And I was admired the depth in this game. You know, I think they played with some elements. They allowed you to kind of bring in that secondary character to call some shots with the bow. Um, I thought it was well done. And it was also a dad simulator for a dysfunctional family, which is always fun. (laughs) Yeah, you can't can't go wrong there. I mean, this mass murdering, uh, mass murdering God who's now trying to raise a kid. But uh, the combat sequences are absolutely unique and the boss fights are always memorable. And, you know, you got to have a game with some memorable bad guys. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? That have some personality. You don't just want to be, you know, just like, mowing down npcs left and right you want to have some an interesting fight and then you know obviously the kills at the end every single time you finish somebody is like i remember when i gouged this person's eyes out and i remember when you know i chopped or wait well whatever it was in the last one where you're fighting hercules um oh that was god of war 3 where you're fighting hercules and then you smash him into a pulp and you're like that was really messed up and i need to go take a shower now so yeah i'm excited it's cool mythology. Yeah, yeah, it is. And I think there is it Greek mythology that they're all about no, right now? I think it's Norse. Norse, thank you. That's exactly right. It is Norse mythology. And um, yeah, I think the characters in the first one were really fun, so I'm excited to see it. I liked how they played with like the different realms in this last release as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dr. Z in the chat, what do you think about the new Yakuza game? Yeah, also a pretty good announcement we got. Yakuza Yakuza spin spinoff game getting a Western release. And I know I'm not pronouncing that right. Um, I freaking love the last um, Like a Dragon. Yakuza Like a Dragon was a game that I really got into for JRPG last year. Um, so I would love to see some more Yakuza. 
Uh, you know what I mean? I'm I'm game for that. I did yeah, not watch true. this trailer. I'm kind of scrubbing through it because I want some some of the combat, which we get a little bit of right here. Looks like an action type fighter, not like the turn based from like a dragon. But um, I don't know. They gained enough goodwill with me in that last Yakuza game that I'd try it. Why not? Plus, oh. you get to smash whatever that powder was into that person's face. Dude, so. any, anytime you can smash powder, you know it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a good day. Um, a lot of samurai games coming out. Can we yeah, talk I about know. it? So yeah, Assassin's Creed came out with their um, next game, which is set in the Middle East. I know that they were talking about doing a Japanese samurai game. So that was one that I was speculating that was going to come out, but didn't. We have this one, which is Samurais. And then also later in the, okay, well, let's, let's just go in order. So we don't miss anything. Hogwarts legacy is getting a quest exclusive for PlayStation. So if you're going to play that and you want that exclusive quest, there it is. Um, couple other announcements in here i'm just kind of kind of roll through these this is the one i wanted to talk about is the neo developer announces an open world samurai samurai game i'm having trouble speaking today um rise of ronin uh, th there was some similarities drawn between this and the other samurai game that came out a few years ago that escapes me right now that i was really high on it was um, the ghost of whatever it was. Thank you. Yeah, yeah Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Um, that was a heck of a game. This one, if it's by the Neo team, would be more Soulsian, I would imagine. Neo has a Soulsian type feel to it. So if this is like that, it, it will work for many. I haven't been able to fall in love with any Souls type games. It's not to say that I won't, but that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> Well, yeah, the perpetual, going back to that time management, the perpetual dying over and over and over again and not getting anything accomplished um, can really wear you down after a few hundred hours. So uh, I don't blame you on that one. I mean, a lot of these games look gorgeous. You just have mm -hmm. to get, like, they look cool. I mean, looking at the environment here, they have, like, very different environments. They've done lots with colors. Um with all open world games, it's all attention to detail. Like how interesting are the quests? How interesting is the combat? How much free will do you actually have to go and do things? It's like looking back to Red Dead, right? Where you can just, you can pretty much do anything in Red Dead. You can go anywhere. You can do anything. If this is like, if you have a lot of exploring options like that, where you can just walk around, I don't know. We'll see. I, I haven't played much of this, these types of games. Yeah, I mean, I, I would uh... I really liked Ghosts of Tsushima. There was more game there than I could handle. In other words, like I got to a point where it's like, if I don't mainline this thing, it's never going to get beaten. So I just like went through the main storyline and there was a lot more there to play. Great uh, cost dollar analysis. But at the end of the day, like it's, um, it's good. It's good. Um, so I had a few more things I wanted to talk about. Uh, let's, let's just talk about Zelda for a second. I know we talked about it a little bit before, but what I kind of want to bring up and kind of get your thoughts on, and I know you're not like an avid Zelda person, right? But you played a little bit of Breath of the Wild, correct? Yes. Uh, yeah, I have. I, I mean, and I like the mythology of Zelda and the characters. So, I mean, it's not like I'm not a Zelda hater. 
Right. Yeah. So if you, you play, you've played other Zelda games outside of Breath of the Wild though, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Sure. So my question becomes like, if they're coming out with a Breath of the Wild sequel, in other words, we're going to drop you in this open world. You can go wherever you want. You can get the sword. You can do like, it's essentially an open world. Does this put the Legend of Zelda franchise into that framework moving forward? Or is there an opportunity for them to have both like a blank of blank series, like Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom series, and also like a standalone, um, more, I don't want to say linear experience because those games have never been linear, but there's always been like an order to the temples that you would knock out, right? Is there a path where there's both of them or are they just like, okay, we're going in this direction moving forward? Well, I mean, it's an interesting question, right? Because it's kind of like what BRs did for the first-person shooter genre. So no one plays multiplayer anymore unless you're playing competitive, right? Like casual players are not playing just like run around a map and shoot people over and over and over again, right? Like that, That like if you've ever tried, if you've ever gone back to like Modern Warfare and tried, it's just not that fun anymore because the complexity of a BR game has made it so that you never really want to go back. Um, you're like, well, this is a way more integrated experience. And look, there's all, Zelda is one of those things where it's almost like an archetypal game. Like you can continue to reimagine this so in so many ways, right? Everybody's going to have their own spin on the classic character and be able to reinvent it in new ways. But definitely having the open world has changed things probably forever. Um, I think what you'll see is you'll probably see a few more spinoffs that won't do as well. And then the main focus will be on these open worlds because this is kind of what people are into right now, right? Like you're into the Skyrim, you're into the Breath of the Wild, you're into these like the Red Deads, you're into these where you can be a character in a world and still have some structure, but you can go around and explore at your own pace and tackle things the way you want. So that that's my take on it. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think the reason I asked the question is because I am admittedly not a huge fan of the Breath of the Wild series. And like there is such a huge following for this game and for the, this Tings, Tears of the Kingdom game to come out and be like, oh, finally, we get a release date. People are just losing their mind. I'm like, yeah, I'm excited. But like, give me a different like I would be more excited for a different Zelda experience. And because of the foothold that they've carved out here in this open world type environment, I don't believe that they will take a risk on like doing something like ocarina of time like this go to these four castles in this order like first you get the hammer then you get the sh uh, trick shot and then you go here and then you, like i don't foresee that playing out in the near future but something about me like really craves that experience like 2.0 right shiny graphics like Zelda character types. Like I, I want that experience and I don't know that I'm going to get it. And maybe I'm such a old man that I just wouldn't like it was. No, I feel, I feel you on that. I mean, I think one of my biggest complaints when I play new games of any kind is that, like I mentioned many, many episodes ago is that every game feels like it has a hundred hours. And sometimes I just want to play a game that's on rails and I want to play through a narrative the way that the, the creator had intended me to play through it and just like 
go, go, like you're saying, go here, hit this checkpoint, move to this. Like, I don't want to run for three hours. And then like client, like, I don't want to do all that thinking. I just want someone to tell me, go to this castle and kill this person. And then I can go, okay, cool. And maybe there's a few little puzzles that I can figure out, but um, I don't see that that's coming anytime soon. I don't think so either. And I'm sure there'll be something that fills it, you know, because I mean, you look at the other types of Zelda games or like the other types of Zelda games through the past and that like top down grid based like panel by panel structure game is still there in the indie space. Like we're seeing that all over the place. Like it's not unheard of, like people are doing it. So I'm sure there'll be another resurgence within that like 3D player, like specifically go in this order. And we saw a handful of them that came out, whether it be Darksiders or any one of the ones that were kind of in that same vein. But then you look at something like uh, Tears of the Kingdom that people are excited about, another open world. And you also take in consideration something like Elden Ring, right? Which is a open world Souls-like that sold Buku Bucks. Like it hit mainstream, unlike many of those Souls games normally do this year. And it really just makes me think that people are going to continue to push in this open world that's huge, but you're going to come to the office or school on Monday and talk about the experience that you had in this little area of the map. And it seems like your own story. So it's it's an interesting divergence from like the traditional single player player narrative uh, story type that Zelda's was into what it is now. Um, and it makes me excited to see what they're going to do in this next one. Cause I'm yeah. hoping there's a little more story there, but at the same time, you know, they have to let you just run until your heart's content. Well, it's funny that you bring that. It, it's funny that you bring that up because I don't, I mean, I didn't play Elden Ring, but I watched a lot of people play it on stream mm-hmm. and I don't necessarily know that the open world component was the main reason why people really loved that game. I think deep down the reason why people loved that game, other than, the bosses were interesting and the mechanics were great and 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 um there was an open world was that it was something brand new and it was a brand new story in its own universe that was completely different i mean yes it had souls like mechanics um and and you know you had to get used to sitting by i don't even know what it was it wasn't the bonfire anymore but it was something else um but it will always be the bonfire um but like and it was be called souls no matter yeah. what <laughs> yeah so you what you'll probably see with with zelda is you'll see two or three games over the next 10 years that are open world and then people will forget like oh the reason why we love this is because of the unique cool interpretations and mythology that goes along with it it's not necessarily that people want to explore for 100 hours so uh it'll be interesting yeah. And, and, you know, they have to do something new and I give Nintendo credit for that, you know, to take the Zelda franchise and take a leap of faith on breath of the wild, they deserve all the accolades they're getting, you know, cause if you go back and you look at wind waker, they've already done the twist. Like we're going in this direction. Oh, actually it lays perfectly on top of the old Zeldas. You can't do that again. Like you've done that once. It's going to be hard to recapture that magic. So yeah. kudos to them. I'm excited to see what comes out um, with this next Zelda game, but uh, yeah, good times. Um, let's, uh, let's move on to our final segment. Are you feeling like your eyes are warmed up or your ears? Uh, let's do, let's do our eyes. Let's, let's do, do our eyes. eyes. Okay. We're going to play the guess the game portion of the night. So if you're with us on stream, check this out. We are going to be figuring out what this game is with our guess the dot game series. So essentially what this is going to be is they're going to give us a couple of guesses on what the feature game is for the day. Six images. We give it a shot, give it our best guess. If it works, we're winners. If we lose, that's too bad. Um, So here we are with the first picture 
we have some food. I swear, I swear to you, if you get this on the first, I'm thinking that it's Grand Theft Auto. That was that was my initial guess. Was that it was like maybe oh. San Andreas or? That's a that's a good guess. That's a good guess. I was thinking Yakuza because I thought that was a soy sauce bottle, but that could be a beer bottle too. Yeah, so I'm fine with you guessing either one of those because that's that was my initial that was my initial thought. I like Grand Theft Auto though. Which one would it be? I don't know. Um, Grand Theft Auto Three was the first one that was 3D, so that was based in New York City. San Andreas, maybe. San Andreas, yeah. Let's do it. What? Wow. What is this? Metacritic score, ninety six percent. Ninety six, but let's look what they have going here. So the first screenshot is like low poly old game, right? But the second shot, those graphics are way higher res. That's a more recent game, isn't it? I yeah. I this 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 second picture completely threw me off. I I have no idea what this it one is. This feels like that level out of Uncharted. It does where they're like where they're sneaking through the museum. It does. Remember the old collector's building that they're in? Yep. Um, but where would this be in that universe? It's so strange. This, so- yeah, because they had a Crash Bandicoot series in that, right? They did. But this wouldn't have been in Crash. I'm also getting bully vibes, but this looks too good to be bully. All right, you get to make a guess on number two. Um, what is it called? Thief's End. It's uh, what series? The Uncharted series. Uncharted. Uncharted Four. Uncharted Four, which would be Drake's Fortune, right? No, Thief's End. Thief's End. Is that what you're talking about? Nope. Oh my gosh, I'm getting sweaty now. <laughs> um, Original. Uh, is it is it Half Life? Is it Half Life? Half Life. Half Life. I mean, it, it's a, a ninety. Guess. It's got a Metacritic score of ninety six percent. Half Life. Half Life. Half Life Two or Half Life One? I don't. I don't know. My guess would be two. Nailed it! Look oh, at that. That was all you. That was all you, baby. I, love it. I don't know how. I don't know where this is. I don't know where that picture came two. from. That was a that was a great first picture for them to use because it completely screwed me up. Dude, and the second one, look at this. Like that's half. That looks really good for Half Life Two. Can we talk it about it? Well, I know that because Half Life Two, I've never completed. So that's on my backlog games to play on stream is uh, to pl- do a playthrough of Half Life Two. Um, so cool. I mean, wow. uh, that's uh, and those are all six pictures. Yeah, that, that I, yeah, those so, wouldn't those wouldn't have helped me at all. So four wouldn't have helped me. These towers would have made me think Odd World. Um, or Half-Life. I may have got it there. Uh, five, this wouldn't have helped me at all. This, with the Grav Gun, the Grav Gun is an iconic gun from back in the day. Is like, it? yeah, yeah, That that's a cool... I mean, it was super innovative at the time, but I mean, for you to be able to, like, throw stuff around was really, really cool. Like, you'd lift objects in the world and throw them out. Yeah, it's it, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. That. 
Good stuff. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Phil, I know that you are kind of, you're a streaming machine, man. Not only did you stream at 11 o'clock last night, you were also up at 6.30 banging out another game this morning. So you are a machine right now. Yeah, I'm going to keep playing, man. I'm going to keep uh, putting out streams. I'm going to be doing just like a little bit more of Slay the Spire, and then I'll be doing some Fortnite because I think the Fortnite streams are really fun. Um, I'm yeah. definitely going to be doing some late night streaming on this Friday and Saturday night, um, probably for a good chunk, maybe even three hours or so. Um, and then, yeah, once I beat Slay the Spire, I think we'll do, I don't know, we'll do Half-Life 2 or we'll do Breath of the Wild or... Yeah, I was also thinking that next month is October, and maybe we could pick some scary games. Yeah, I was for wondering. October. I was wondering if I was gonna do because uh, you kind of got to decide a direction, right? We either got to go funny, scary, or we got to go like actually really freaking scary. So I was wondering if I was gonna do like that multiplayer game, Freddy versus Jason, or not oh. Freddy versus Jason, or Freddy the Thirteenth, where one person gets to be Jason. And then you get to walk through the woods and kill people or whether I was going to do something that was authentically scary, like, uh, I don't know, amnesia or. Oh boy. You're really trying to get freaked out. I like it. Are, are, we could do like some jump scares. I, I know that on my backlog, I have some resident evil games. Um, resident evil village is on that list. And the RE2 remake is on that list. And that's, scary adjacent right i don't know if that's like boo scary but that's like zombies and guns which is resident evil village i watched someone play that on stream and it's it looks real like you're right it's right in the middle ground i started to get a little bit of weirded out with the resident evil games because i don't know if you played like i don't know which one it was resident evil 5 or you could do like a co-op on that one and it started to get real weird in that one because at the, towards the end of it, like they had zombies riding motorcycles and like zombies with machine guns. And I'm like, so these are people, right? Like these, right. Like it, it got like, if you look up some clips of some of the, and like, cause you know how these games are, right? They start off and you don't have a lot of equipment. And then through each level you acquire the shotgun and then you acquire the sniper rifle and then you acquire, right. And the sniper's like the last gun that you, <clears throat> the last gun that you get. Um, it just got weird. That's we'll yeah. just leave it at that. Uh, I I don't know about zombies on motorcycles in number five. I know that I would loved RE4, which was like the Wiimote and like the shooting people on the screen with the Wiimote. Yeah. And I was in college at the time, and in the building we were in, it was like you know multi storage with a whole store multi story building with a whole bunch of kids living in one space, and the basement was like the bonus room right so i'm in this big house people coming and going all hours of the night and i'm in the basement in my pajamas playing resident evil in a sweaty basement and i'll never forget it it was a beautiful thing it was a beautiful there, thing that is the if that's not the image of a nerd um i don't know what is it's like <laughs> right. sweaty college kids playing re in the basement with a wii remote and somehow I pulled a wife out of college. Go figure. <laughs> How did that happen? We're still scratching our heads about that. Yes, um, regretfully, I won't be doing any more streaming this week as I'll be out of town, heading over to Spokane um, tomorrow. And I won't be back until Sunday. So I won't be doing any streaming. I'll probably play more Luigi's Mansion, though, because it's a portable game. And, well, I already bought it. So... <laughs> How's that? Getting that dad value at it. Minimum of 15 hours. That's it. 
That is exactly right. That's right. So um, thanks for hanging with us. I know we saw a lot of our regulars in the chat. Thank you so much for being with us tonight and joining us on this Tuesday night. Um, if you're new to the community, feel free to pop into the Discord and say hello. We're always looking to chat video games and anything nerdy. We got a Pokemon corner. We got a D&D corner. Calling all gamers of any walks of life, here we are. Um, you can follow us on our social channel channels if you prefer. Like I mentioned, Discord's popping off. We have a Twitch. You may be watching there. We have a TikTok. Our YouTube shorts are going up consistently. And if you're listening to the audio version, would you kindly leave us a review? Five stars if you'd be so kind. We appreciate you being with us, supporting us, and making our dreams come true. Right, Phil? Yeah, I mean, I couldn't say it. Couldn't have said it better myself. Winners are winners. Winners are winners. That is the wrap for this week. We are out. And please, for the love of Pete... Play your games. Play your games.